Good afternoon or evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's Friday. Usually I would play a clip or I would, you know, give you some spiel. I, I, I admire those shows that have the clip ready to go and the music. I don't do that. I just cut to it in a very kind of one-off, one-man show type of deal. But I am open to having guests on the show. Like I said yesterday, it would have been great to have had um, Al Jorgensen of Ministry on here. But, you know, that's a pipe dream in itself. Maybe maybe one day in the future. I, I'm not going to fan out. I've learned that when you meet people, to just relax. When I met David Sedaris, I remember my in my brain saying, don't fan out. And I didn't. I just welcomed him to the area. He asked if I'd like some candy. That was it. Now, a lot of these musicians and directors and actors. See, with with actors, it's a little different. And I remember years ago, uh, this person shall remain nameless said to me, we were going to the same place that a certain actress went to and said, don't embarrass him. Okay. All right. I know how to keep it cool. And then I think of my friend of this show, Carlos Delano, who has met, who has come into contact with a lot of really well-known people. And, and his mother taught him early on to just, they are regular people, just like you and I, treat them with respect. Because his mother would work in this restaurant, or I think it was a store, correct me. Um, and they sold soup and a lot of well-known people would come in and his mother taught him not to gawk at them. <coughs> I remember one time when he worked for uh, MTV. Yeah, he did. Um, he, I don't think he'll mind my saying that. And he told me that they were preparing for the VMAs and he stood next to Lou Reed. And I went, oh, because I love Lou Reed. Come on. We, we had that in common. Um, But I wanted to give him a shout out because I haven't heard from him since April. But I know that he listens to the show while he plays Wordy. (coughs) I myself cannot do Wordy or Wordle or whatever. eh, I do song pop and I do different. I don't play a lot of games in life or on the phone. So here we are, Friday. This isn't a fabulous Friday. It's Fuck It Friday. The week is over. It was a it was a, a shit week. It was I mean, professionally it was it was good, but then personally, that, that's how I always kind of see it, you know, professionally and personally. Um, as you can tell, I don't sound like my usual self. And um, don't worry, be happy. But I am uh, hydrated and in and. and Disposed right now. It's hot out, and I think when I when it cools down, I'll make my way. You know, like Vanessa Carlton, making my way. My my friend from Texas loves that song. Oh God, um, sex worker guest. We'll call him that, Andy, um, who needs to come out to California. And you know, this is why I like Fridays. I can just ramble on like the Led Zeppelin song. Um, rather than talk about a film or talk about music, which I which I will, or talk about, I was talking about this yesterday with a coworker. We were talking about films, 
and how this country has such a problem with foreign films because you guys you're so lazy I don't want to read the fucking film but you don't realize how much culture you're going to take in watching this film it doesn't hurt to read it I'm reading the screen right now of a news thing my I'm not my eyes are not tired it's like okay that's that's what we're reading you know um there's a really great documentary on these cats called Keddy, which is Turkish for cat, of these cats that overtook Istanbul and they're part of the community. So those are those are things that you learn when you watch a foreign film or a foreign language documentary or another round. That's another good one. Um, even if you've seen the North Man, he speaks Icelandic and Swedish in the film, which is intense. And it's, and it's good to learn that. I've run into people who are stunned, like, wait a minute, he's not American? No. Here, here's the thing with this country. A lot of you are like, well, he's not American. Seriously? This is a, this is a land of immigrants. I'm not going to get political, but this is a land of immigrants. Keep that in mind. The indigenous people were here first. And even they came from a different continent. But they were here first. The rest of us all came here on boats or on foot, crossing the border or on a boat, crossing the Atlantic or crossing the Pacific, and we arrive here at California. Whereas some that I've known in my family have said that one day California will break off from everything else, and it's like, I hope not. Because then that that would be kind of awkward. It would kind of be similar, you know, because like when you go to Hawaii, you don't say that you're from California because then they think you have money. You say that you are from the mainland. It's like, okay. I, I, I learned that early on. So here we are. It's Friday. Last night we talked about ministry. Psalm 69. And I'm currently reading. Oh, I love Adam Nurgle uh, Dark, Darsky of uh, Behemoth. This is a book, a Confessions of a Heretic, <laughs> the Sacred and Profane Behemoth and Beyond. Uh, forward by D. Uh, D. Randall Blythe of Lamb of God. Oh, I, I am just so in, in love and in awe of uh, Behemoth and their sound and their accoutrements and their artistry. Every everything that's attached to Behemoth, it, it's intriguing to me. The visuals, their videos are very interesting. You don't see a lot of American bands doing what they're doing uh, visually. The whole video medium has changed over time. Uh, you know, you'd watch MTV, or in my case, you'd watch the California Music Channel. Shout out to Trace Nunez and Chuy Gomez and and France Franzen, um, who uh, I, I I didn't have cable when I was growing up, so that's what we watched. We watched the California Music Channel. You could watch Tupac, and you could watch E40, both both Bay Area icons right there. Even though Tupac was from New York, Tupac got his hip-hop start here in California, in the Bay Area. I'm not in the Bay Area. I want to just clarify that. Because um, many of my friends, including the LNC, think that I am from the Bay Area. I do have Bay Area ties, family-wise, but I am not. I am in the Central Valley. I do go to the Bay Area a lot for concerts and for artistic reasons you know if i want to go to like a art show i i have yet to go i think there's a frida Kahlo one and then there's um a salvador dolly one 
when those come back, then I will definitely go because I am I am such a big Salvador Dali devotee as well as Frida Kahlo, um, uh, a very good friend of mine and professor went to Frida Kahlo's house, and so we would talk about that because I I absolutely loved her. I thought, or because her paintings were not her paintings were not um, uh, typically glamorous. They were diaries on canvas so and that's why I loved her artistic um, endeavors right there and she had a very full and colorful life she didn't live very long but in in that time it was very full and it was very colorful and here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast I'm all about that I'm all about sharing films and music and these these um, <coughs> characters you know, I'm looking at my books right now. I've got some interesting books. I've got those Mysteries of the World book. I've got a Motorhead book. Uh, my books are very eclectic. Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Uh, and then I've got David Sedaris Diaries. And then what else do I have in there? Probably a book on jazz. Um, and then I have I have a Doors book. That's a, It's a coffee table book had a shitty cover and so I think I don't know what happened to that cover um so yeah it's fuck it it's Friday it's it's been a crazy week it's been a memorable week just trying to keep it together trying to keep everything in check mentally and physically (laughs) and and just trying to press on in these very extraordinary times a lot of shit's going on both in this town and all over the world and you know um, the news is just kind of even though I have it on right now and I have it tuned, toned down toned down that's so funny oh, I wanted to give a shout out to James because he's a big Tupac fan as am I and I have I recently purchased Gridlock on DVD which is hard to find uh, directed by Vondi Curtis Hall, who, by the way, is married to Casey Lemons, who directed um, the film on Harriet uh, Tubman called Harriet, and then also directed um, Eve's Bayou, which is a really great film, released about 25 years ago with Jeremy Smollett, um, Debbie Morgan, oh, the uh, un- the, man- the, the the beautiful Lynn Whitfield. Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Lisa Nicole Carson, very uh, Megan Good, very extraordinary cast. Oh, and the late, the late. Um, oh, jeez, now I forget her name. Jeez, <laughs> oh, she was in it. She was an Academy Award nominated actress. She was in the film Claudine. Yes, I've seen Claudine. You know who else is in Claudine? Uh, I believe it's... Uh, oh, Miss Diane Carroll. Diane Carroll is an Oscar-nominated actress. She was in the movie Claudine with Mr. James Earl Jones in 1974. Yep, yep, yep. It was a, it was a, that was, it was a good film. Yes, she was nominated for Best Actress for an Oscar. Um, but Miss Diane Carroll is in Eve's Bayou. 
and that's that's always the thing when you put someone of that stature in a in a, in a small independent film and they shine and I've talked to people who have seen Eve's Eve's Bayou there's a lot of magic and there's a lot of darkness in it and it takes place in uh, New Orleans Louisiana I hope I said that right during the 1960s and it just it focuses on a family Samuel L. Jackson is a country doctor there's a lot of secrecy there's a lot of um, suspicion a lot of uh, well family tides that break shall we say and those are the good films to watch I'm not saying to always watch dark films but films that illuminate you and music that illuminates you and nothing against Britney Spears breaking down on the freeway, but come on, I I don't uh, personally I don't get it. I don't get it, and it's and it's funny, and it's like oh, okay, all right. Even Madonna, I I grew up listening to Madonna, but Madonna, it's like take it or leave it. I wouldn't see her in concert mainly because I don't think I'd be able to enjoy myself because the tickets themselves are basically very very expensive. So, and I and I truly feel that relevancy-wise, she's already gone past it. She's gone past it by 25 years. Because 24 years ago, she put out what I felt was her magnum opus, which was Ray of Light. It was a it was a comeback album. It was for me personally her last great album. That and maybe Confessions on the Dance Floor, her last great album. After that, it's like, oh God, what are you doing? And those who have, you who have seen her on tour, great. But it, I, I don't know. I, whatever. If it if it presents itself, it presents itself. But I I'm really not uh, betting on it to see her in concert. Okay. There there are a few people that I have on the list, and I figure because I'm talking about concerts. Oh God. Lucky thirteen. I know some of you don't think thirteen is a lucky number, but it is and I know people who 13 is their lucky number uh, family members and then also if you are of Judaism that's when they var mitzvah the boys is at 13 because they feel that the soul is solidified so concert wise 13 this year January we began with Tool March Buddy Guy April the Melvins and Ministry Deftones and Gojira in April, May Behemoth, June Bob Dylan, September Motley Crue, Poison, Def Leppard. I'm looking more forward to Joan Jett, Nine Inch Nails in September also, Buddy Guy again in September, Meshuga in October, The Black Keys in October, Aftershock Thursday night, Slipknot, Rob Zombie, that's who I'm looking forward to, Aftershock Friday night, Lamb of God and Meshuga, Kiss, take it or leave it with them. And if you're a KISS fan, I'm sorry, but not sorry, because my, my aunt is a KISS fan, and I just don't understand it. It's like, all right. I remember I told her I was going to go see Iron Maiden. She's like, oh, I saw KISS. And I said, yeah. And I played a little of Iron Maiden for her, and she went, oh. And I said, yeah, they have pyrotechnics. They did. In fact, um, uh, Bruce Dickens, Dickerson, the lead singer, is it Dickinson or Dicker? Well... He had a flamethrower attached to him, which I really thought was fucking funny. So it's it's flame it up Friday. <laughs> it is. 
it is. And um, just talking to all of you and just connecting. And because um, then I don't feel I have a deadline. My deadline is always before midnight because then the show counts. It counts for the day. I usually do these after the day has been done, after work, after everything, you know, and I'm able to just collect my thoughts and talk to all of you. And here we are. We've arrived at Friday and the week is over. It may just begin be uh, be beginning for some. See, when I make mistakes like that, I don't cut it out. I just don't. I just don't. Maybe that's like why I like the artists that are very lo-fi, like Breeders and PJ Harvey, because that's that's their shtick. When and I've done voice recordings before in the past, and and that I can understand. They will take like something I said and and fix it. But with this show, I don't do that. I just don't do that. You hear this show, warts and all. So then you know me, and then you know that you know shit happens. Or as my friends would say, shit happens when you party naked. Shout out to that podcast. And Jason and Christina and their two girls and Chris Wetzky and Adam Simmons. And it's been a tough week for Adam. And um, I'm just sending him love out there. And uh, Adam's an interesting character because he will get riled up on creatures. It's fun to watch. It's fun to all watch all of them get riled up. Um and I'm just waiting to call in because, you know, when it when it comes to. I mean, I believe in ghost stories, but when it comes to some of the conspiracy theories, or as I usually say on it, conspiracy theories, um, I just kind of raised kind of not turn my nose at them, but be aware. You know what I mean? Um, I like it when they talk about um, creatures, when they talk about the paranormal, I'm all for that. Because I've had paranormal experience, I'm, I'm continuing to have them, and I don't talk about them in capacity because some of you would think I'm nuts. I probably am, um, because I've I've encountered people who are very very religious, and they said, "Oh, ghosts don't exist. That's the devil." And it's like, "Oh, okay." So you're gonna say that to someone who? is mourning a lost one and they see them oh yeah and see that's that's where i can't get behind that bullshit i can't get behind that bullshit yeah no thank you Uh uh-uh different strokes for different folks as prince would say and prince was a jehovah's witness toward the end of his life i was taught to be respectful of religion but i'm not a I'm, i'm not a practicing catholic i am a baptized catholic and I'll leave it at that. I am more so spiritual. If you've ever seen pictures of, of my table, I have s- crystal skulls and pyramids. And who knows what you all think of me. And that's fine. Certain family members who remain nameless think that I am evil and demonic because I have skulls. No, there's nothing demonic about skulls. I could say some things about man-made religion that come off as kind of demonic in itself but not a good demonic (laughs) kind of psychotic oh god now i rhymed psychotic demonic no like lady gaga um but yeah you know um respect and and this is an inclusive space for my listeners i'm not going to be like what's his face and go after you 
because you don't do DMT or you don't work out regularly. Uh, what I've noticed about society is, is that when you go after people who don't, first of all, I used to work out all the time. Okay. I don't judge people who don't work out. That is for them to determine. Okay. Don't belittle people just because they're not like you. And what I notice is, is that these trainers think that everyone is lazy. No. This, this is where we have to get to the mental health of the root cause right there. Is that I think first and foremost you should see a shrink. <laughs> while also seeing a trainer so that the trainer won't fuck with you. Because what I've noticed is, is that they try to sell you all this shit. And then, they, and then they belittle you. That's not how you get someone in shape. They have to want to do it. They have to. I did it for me. I didn't do it because someone was driving me to it and saying all this kind of negative bullshit and telling me drop and give me twenty. Fuck that. I don't. I don't do that. You know. If anything, I was getting negative connotations from people because they thought I was doing it too too much, which I wasn't. I was just doing it daily. So, and then these fitness people get political. And my stance on that is I don't pay you to give. I don't want to know about that. I want you to tell me scientifically, which most of them can't because most of them don't have scientific um, knowledge or a background. I do know um, some podcasters whom I love very dearly. They have nutrition experience. A lot of fitness people don't have that. They just tell you to take these uh, pre-workout supplements or drink this this energy drink I can't drink an energy drink because I have a health condition that shit would kill me but it's good that see they are aware of that they are aware of your macros and micros okay versus those who just drop and give me 20 and then they start going off on the administration you know because they're a small business owner and I understand that I am a small business owner the Dr. Zeus film podcast I run it but you know, without getting political, the administration, I'm not going to talk about it on here. I'm just not. And those of you who, you know, like to say in my presence, oh, you fucking Democrats, you don't hear me saying, oh, you fucking Republicans. I don't say that. I, I think that some of you need to just, and this is not being political, this is just being real. Some of you need to dial it back and be a little more respectful. Okay saying fuck this how i hate this here's what i've learned about the word hate if you use that in every sentence you've got a problem your life would be much better if you said oh i dislike this you know it's not for me versus oh i hate that i hate it if you hate everything then i don't know what else to tell you take some nyquil and shut the fuck up I remember I used to do that on here is I would give what's his face a cup of shut the fuck up and I and I stopped doing that and I stopped the, sh the show vibed a little better and I, I know people used to look forward to it but I don't do it anymore and um yeah this is this is craziness this is craziness so it's the Dr. Zeus film podcast respect to all but as I say that, also, maybe some of you should also be respectful rather than looking at me and thinking, oh, dumb liberal. Hmm. Well, I'm far from dumb because I come from a family of educated individuals, scientific individuals. 
one is a Democrat and what is a, one is a Republican. One votes based on country, not party. And the other one does too. So that's where I got a little political right there because some of you need to just dial it down. Dial it down. Okay. And stop being anti this and anti that and saying no all the time. You say no when it's a bad situation. When someone wants you to go to a club and you don't feel right or a bar because you don't drink, that's where you say no. When it comes to other people's rights, you don't have the right to say no. You just don't. And I'm the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast and I support that. I support that. That when it comes to my rights or women's rights, you don't have a right to say no to us. Okay? These are our valid rights. We are not infringing on your rights. And those who often get upset, oh, it's not fair. Why? And it, and, and it's always, it always has something to do with those of us who are brown-skinned. Oh, it's not fair with you all. Oh, okay. All right. Well, life isn't fair, Cupcake. So... This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. See what happens to me on Friday. I just, I let it all out. And it feels really good to let it all out. And if you are unhappy with today's show, then, well, this is the sound of the tiniest violin. Don't let the doorknob hit you in the booty. As always, unpleasant dreams. And yes, to echo Chris Wetzky, shots fired. Pew.